am special guest, Doug Flutie. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another edition of the Power Motion Picnic Hour. As always, I'm your host, Dave. And as always, right beside me on the other side of the internet is Trevor. Hey, hey Trevor, good to be here with you. What's going on? Oh, it's very good to be here. I'm uh I'm doing well. How yeah, how are you doing, Dave? Yeah, I'm do- I'm doing good. I'm doing real well. Um it's nice. I feel like every week we get on here and we say big week. We do. Big week over here at the Power Motion Picnic Hour. And I think uh for the first time in a while, it's safe to say not a very big week. No, maybe not our biggest, definitely not our biggest. Um, arguably not even big. No. It's been kind of nice. Things have been so hectic. Yeah, yeah. It can't always, I mean, I guess it's all relative, right? There would be no big if it weren't for smaller weeks like the one we just had. Yeah, I, and I, I think I, personally speaking, replaced a big week in um, the Power Motion Picnic Hour world with a big week everywhere else in my life. So I compensated sufficiently. That's good. Yeah. No, I, I you had to, yeah, you had to sort of... Uh, catch up in some other some of your other pursuits yeah you gotta be gotta be well-rounded you can't you can't only run yeah Uh, you gotta you gotta and you gotta do other things much as we'd sometimes like to you can't yeah it's like um the uh um the female person unaffiliated with the power motion picnic hour that i live with um (laughs) recently accused me of of being um, I think the word she used was obsessed with with running. Oh, nice! And and I and I countered and I said, I also podcast about running. That's, yeah, exactly. a, that's another interest that I have. I'm also I'm obsessed going, with podcasting about running. Yeah, I, I'm also a podcaster, not just a runner. Yeah, I have two interests: running and podcasting about running. <laughs> that's right. Um, it reminds so, me of I, I read I read Nick Hornby's book Fever Pitch at the, earlier this year, and he doesn't and he's it's about his life as a a fan of the football club Arsenal. Okay, but um, but he doesn't refer to him as fans or what he is. He refers to what he is and people like him as obsessives. Obsessives, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And I love that he like because he doesn't think you know fan or supporter or whatever does justice to the way that he uh, interacts and and consumes his his sporting and his i wouldn't call it love of football and his team he doesn't seem to love it (laughs) he's just just obsessed with it that's that's a good distinction to make too yeah i I can i can see that um so how was your uh how was your weekend running it was it was a pretty light one it sounds like yeah it was pretty light i mean i was traveling for work actually so i didn't get to run a ton i was up in boston um all, all week last week and but i did i squeezed in a nice 10k in a treadmill and then uh and then i was able to do one because i was staying in cambridge actually right near the river i was able to get one nice loop um by the charles river on uh starting at like the museum of science running all the way up to the bu bridge and then crossing mm-hmm. over running back on the boston side and then crossing over the uh, museum of science bridge for it's supposed to be a little under six miles but due to a a confused mishap while running under the Longfellow Bridge <laughs> and getting really confused at the, the octopus that is the, the on-ramps and off-ramps of that structure. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I, I I rounded it up all the way to a six-mile run. Okay. Yeah, well, with lack of any ability to track it, we'll just call it six. We'll call it six. I didn't track it. I didn't time it. You know, I don't know what was going on. I didn't know, like, you know, 
when I should be, how I should be crossing over roadways and stuff. So, I mean, I did yeah. live, I did live near there for years. So it's nearly a 10 K. Um, yeah, basically. So I did two 10 Ks probably in the same ballpark as, as my, my, and, you know, the tracking can sometimes feel a little bit off, but my 25.6 mile Kilkenny Ridge race. <laughs> what, wait, same, same, what, same, uh, same like purport, like I was almost a marathon. Oh um, yeah, exactly. I, I, yeah. I stopped just before reaching full satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah. Nice milestone, but I'd say that's a pretty classic, uh, run. Um, yeah. I think I've only ever biked that, but I'm, I'm familiar with the, the area it seems like a good place to run yeah i i lived on like both sides of that river for so long in multiple different places pretty close to the river a few times and i i barely ever done that which i, mm -hmm. I i've done it i think a few times but yeah very little um but yeah it's a great loop my only regret after getting back was i probably should have done a farther one i just didn't want to run too far out and um whatever i don't know bonk <laughs> Bonk. but i was fine i was like i ran like the last mile like super hard and was like flying in i was just kind of oh, tired nice. yeah but i should have gone to i don't know what's the next i should have gone to western ave or river street or maybe all the way to the elliott bridge a little speed play at the end though that's nice well there was a runner I, I did that thing where you see a runner and it's a thing you do in a race more more commonly but i was going to try to catch him mm -hmm. um but they must have been just going so fast like, <laughs> i could not catch this runner they remained like 50 yards ahead for like the yeah. whole time. Yeah, which was fine. It kept me pushing. Um, but yeah, it was a great run. It's funny. It's the Memorial Drive side is is less good, the Cambridge side. Because um, you're just right along Memorial Drive. You're like right next to the cars. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, I, and I left at like, I don't know, six o'clock in the evening. Um, so I was just running with traffic and the, <laughs> the car fumes. So uh, yeah, yeah, that was that was not as good as I remembered it. Um, but on the other side, on the Boston side of the river, it's actually pretty great. Um, nice. cause, yeah, because you've got a little buffer. Yeah, there's a nice little park there, and then when yeah. you get and when you get further towards you know back into Back Bay, and you, you then you're really far from the road, and you're running through you run by the Hat Shell and and all that hat stuff. Shell, and then it's all like grass, and it's pretty nice. Yeah. That's a great run. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's a cute little town they got there. Well, good good stuff. Mm-hmm. How about you? What kind of, what kind of runs did you get out there for? Anything, or were well, you just, or were you just yeah, recovering? Yeah, no, I, I I think um, so yeah. When we had last we had last done the pod right after was it the was it the day after? Um, I think it was no, two days two, after. Two days after it was a Monday, so yeah. two days after my race, and I think I got out running the day after that, probably day three, and nice. I had and I had or. Yeah, I got out that Tuesday. I I had sort of three solid, just average days of running that I got in that week, and uh, but it felt good. I, I went over to the local trails, did some did some vert. Actually, started working. I mean, we'll probably get to this a little bit more, but I I certainly had some time to reflect on my, my race performance and uh, think about sort of try to take some inspiration in terms of like what to what to do next and where to go from here. And I sort of, I think found a kind of a little bit of an unexpected weakness in um, my downhill running. So like sort of uh. what broke, what broke down in the race eventually was like, I had a strategy of going steady, just sort of, you know, as steady as I could on the uphills, but then get some speed and make up some speed on the the downhills. But the problem was I had smashed my legs up so much on the uphills that I couldn't run the downhills 
uh-huh. like at all. Yeah. And then my, and then my knee started hurting. So it, it t- turns out it's probably something, some combination of strength. And then I usually don't run downhill in training because you can mess up your knees. It takes like a big toll. So I yeah. usually like leave that out, of like leave it out. <laughs> but it turns out like, yeah, I probably missed some uh, muscular development and things that are probably that you necessary need. downhill. Yeah. <laughs> yeah you, you need to run. Yeah. Well, that yeah. makes sense. Um, now that yeah. you say it, although I don't, I don't incorporate a lot of downhill in my running training either. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, um, so anyway, yeah. So I did, did that is it's been, yeah, I'd say just sort of a relatively average. I wish I could have gotten out a little bit, a little bit more. I did take a biker, like a road biker and mountain biker out on a trail run on Sunday. Intentionally um, or yeah, yeah, yes. no, he he was he was up for trying it and, and he was pretty into it. So might have another another uh runner. I thought you, I thought you, you, I thought you meant you took one out like oh uh, like like knocked one yeah, down. Like, like the offspring would say in uh whatever that song is. <laughs> that bad habit. No, oh no, I was thinking of um what's the song? You gotta keep them separated. Come out and play. Come out and play, yeah. Take yeah. them out. Yeah, take them out. <laughs> take them out i love when they say that (laughs) um they out themselves as as if you if you were unsure before that part in the song if these guys are actually tough badass guys or not yeah uh, they they, they know yeah you know for sure that they're not when they (laughs) when they get to that part of the song yeah take them out Mm um no i didn't take out a biker in that sense i I took one out to go for a run oh Uh, no it was it was nice yeah and i think he liked it so i'm glad to hear Um, you did it in the nice way and not not in the offspring style yeah yeah but the other thing with kilkenny is i was i guess i was digging so so yeah the downhill part a little bit of the leg strength but i was like you know what else what else could it have been i think my nutrition and water were pretty spot on i think my aerobic was pretty good um you had enough soda like i had enough i had enough soda i definitely got some mountain lightning um (laughs) Ate some Reese's pieces. <laughs> like I was, was like, you know, I think I really nailed that part of it. Um, cosplaying ET while you were out there running. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> but anyway, so like I don't know, could it have been the weather? No, the weather was like fine. The the shoes, um, the Nike Zagamas, were they just a little too slippery or too like they're a little bit tippy? Hmm. But in the end, in the end, I gotta say, um, there were just no excuses. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but no excuses is supposed to be a motivation, right? I know. I know. <laughs> it's, like, it's not like a real. It's not like a scientific thing. This uh, is like no. I actually, I have no excuses for my poor performance. Yeah. Oh, this is the second definition of the dictionary of no excuses. Yeah, this is the other, the other, the other use of the the phrase. And this has a, um, a little illustration of a guy laying on the ground next to it. And it was meant. It was meant to be a little tongue in cheek, but. Uh, <laughs> Um, I, I did look for excuses, found none, but, um, I don't know. I mean, I guess, I guess it's just, uh, I think, I think it will be motivation. I think it is something I can use to say, all right, like probably was a little bit undertrained, probably needed to do some more work in a few specific areas. Like next time, let me, let me, let me do that. Cause yeah. I think I like executed well with what I had, what I had going into it. It wasn't like I gave up, like. You know, I, I trudged through. I, I did no excuses. I, I even said the of course words, no, no excuses uh, out there. If your body um, shuts down, that means you successfully did no excuses. Yeah. It, it doesn't. I, 
It Coach Friend probably heard me say that, among other <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're muttering podcast it as, references. As, as stumbling into the brush. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do, I, I do like to say podcast things while I'm running, whether it's no excuses or just shouting onward at a fellow runner. Yeah, um, yeah. And Or the best being singing the theme song, as, as you did to me while we were running that 5K a couple months ago. Yeah, I did. That's right. You, um, were, you were singing that about, I don't know, a quarter mile into the race, maybe half a mile in. It yeah, great. it was good. It's a good um, running song, actually. One one day we'll do it as song of the week. <laughs> it is. Well, speaking of, we we actually have a couple couple sort of pent up songs of the week. I think we've we've maybe even talked about them like their existence for a little while now. But we can we can maybe do them this episode. Sure. I think I only listened to one of them. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> so I think we, I realized that like as I was setting up, I was like, oh wait, oh, gotta... that's okay. Yeah, I listen, um, and I I listened to the one that I suggested. <laughs> I figured, figured it would be funny to suggest a song that you haven't heard. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. That would. But um, so maybe we'll do yours next week. Yeah, that sounds good. Should, um, let's do go, yours. Okay, let's do song of the week. I picked um, what did I pick? Bad Brains by the Skinner Brothers. The Skinner Brothers are a band I uh, I learned about recently. They've been around for a few years, but I I just discovered them, and they're uh, I don't know I don't know how they're like a they're pretty eclectic, often rock and roll, but all sorts of modern sounds. Um, mm-hmm. I have no idea how many guys are in the band. They're from uh, London. They're, they seem pretty young. I they don't seem like the kind of guys who run for any reason other than getting away from the bobbies <laughs> absconding from the scene of the crime after they've lifted something from yeah, yeah. Some sort of some sort of shop um but i don't Take, i don't taking somebody out on their their way yeah, through the door yeah, yeah they, i think they could though i i think these guys are tough um and, and when i fall and when i followed them on, on instagram somebody wrote me back and thanked me for the follow oh that's very nice like, like a dm and then uh yeah and then, and then you me, said, "Do you run?" No, I did. Then they said, and "They said and this, this was great." They, I love these guys. These guys are hustlers, and they said, "Follow here for to keep track of all of our songs." And they sent a screenshot on Spotify of a playlist, but the button they they circled was the download. <laughs> and I love that they're they're smart, you know. Yeah, they try, try to get people to download their their entire discography, <laughs> and if enough people do that, I bet it bumps them up in the algorithm. Ah so all right but, but that's savvy what, yeah so this isn't really like running music in the traditional sense like lyrically you know like i can't think of any lyric that i even remember from this song other when he said what does he say he says something like turn the music up pussy or something, <laughs> right does he say something like that i think there's yeah there's a lot of sort of like colloquial sort of lyrics and and delivery um it's been uh, it's honestly it's been a couple weeks <laughs> Since I listened, <laughs> that's okay. Um, I, I, yeah, they it would, but what the reason this works for me as a running song is because it, it taps into something that works for me frequently, which is that these guys are very youthful, and youthful. so, and yeah. so it makes me feel young when I when I listen to them. They remind me of youthful music that I used to listen to as as a youth. Like um, the vocal delivery had sort of like a 
like a Damon Albarn sort of thing going on, like Blur era yeah. type, type like very British sort of. Uh, this song yeah. re- reminds me of like the Arctic Monkeys kind of. Yeah, yeah. And a little bit, and there's certain stuff they do that kind of remind me of the streets. Um, I liked, yeah, it's got that sort of, yeah, sort of like, I don't know, it, like it was, it struck me as overwhelmingly British. Um, so British, yeah. So British, but um I, I was wondering if the title, I mean, you can't have that title without an awareness of the band Bad Brains, but like, was it at all in reference? Um, the only thing I picked up was it, it started out, it was an interesting start. It started, it starts like with like five or 10 seconds of like fairly heavy, like layered, like, you know, almost yeah. Bad Brains style, like instrumentation for like just a few seconds. And then it kicks into like kind of a groove, kind of like a groovy, like that you can run to like British, like, yeah, yeah like sort of rock pop type, uh, kind type, of, sim- you know, yeah, similar to bouncy. a lot of our, yeah, a lot of our songs of the week, either Shay's Lounge by Wet Leg or Got mm-hmm. Nothing by Spoon. This kind of settles into a similar kind of groove. Yeah, yeah. Like, but it starts like sort of very fast and, and a little bit harder, which which I, I dug that it reminded me I sort of likened it to like the opposite i don't know if you remember that gang green song um i think it was sold out and it like <clears throat> starts out with this like you know sort of like la 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 type like like singing like you know and then and then all of a sudden it just like goes into their crazy fast like heavy stuff like after just a few seconds it's sort of like the opposite feel of, of, of that song to me all we want is money This is a very Boston episode. It's very Boston, um, yeah. And I can I, we can cut some gangrene in there too when we're when we're editing. Yeah. I don't think the guys will mind if we do a little fair use, cutting and pasting. No, no, no. they 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 like us um, are aware that life is quite unpredictable. When they were making the song in the early yeah. '80s or whatever, they had no idea it would end up on a popular running podcast so many years later. No, and then with the Skinner brothers, we know that they're on Instagram all day monitoring. So when we the tag fighter. them, when we tag them, we'll see how they try to uh, pull a fast one on us, or, or how yeah. they try to trick us into doing something. They almost interacting with them was almost like interacting with like a Nigerian scammer or something. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see. Um, I mean that as a compliment. Thanks for the like. Would you like to also buy some merchandise? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So yeah. So well, did it so you didn't run to it or did you? Um, I did run to it. I have run to it. I've put it on running playlists. So I, I run to it every every now and then. But in terms of like prep for song of the week, I had I had done that work a couple weeks back and then Well, but did haven't, it run? haven't haven't actually I haven't been running to music much this week. It's been an interesting sort of just felt like getting out there and just, just yeah. no no music this this you know past few runs same did it did it run for you though it ran for me yeah okay. yeah, it's, yeah it their stuff runs in general though um they're you listen to their whole oeuvre uh it's all over the, <laughs> it's hard to say uh, it's all over the map so some songs run better than others glad you tried i have no idea how to say that word I yeah just, I'm not, i just avoid it altogether i'm not a strong french speaker but um no but that's what I got. Yeah, that's what I'm working I, with. I read it and I know what it means, and then I move past it without like really saying it in my head. Even 
Well, if you if you oh if you say a French word too correctly, pronunciation wise, and you're not like speaking French, then you seem pretentious. Yep. When people, someone who will just like say a, a word in a foreign language and just say it like perfectly in that pronunciation, all of a sudden, just out of nowhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, you see that on on I don't know, the news maybe or something. I don't know. Yeah, like if you say Barcelona with like a th sound, yeah. or something like I don't know, technically correct probably to somebody, but. I'm I'm just on. I'm just trying to say things uh, correctly in in my native tongue. So yeah, and I'm yeah. struggling struggling with that enough as it is. I think I think there's a certain sort of embracing of um, you know, botching other other languages that you have to just embrace as a English, particularly an American English speaker. Yeah, cool yeah. with it. Yeah, got to be cool with it. Yeah, but um, but no, it's good good song. Thank you for the pick. It it ran. Um, yeah, and thank you Skinner Brothers for making the music. And they do another thing I love, which is like another reason I say they're hustlers is like they're constantly on Spotify, like releasing. Like I'll get a like new song by the Skinner Brothers, and they just like release songs that have already been released, and then as like like a single. Yeah, they release everything as a single with like three or four more songs tacked onto it. So they're all like kind of like EPs, but they'll just keep releasing it as another EP with a different song as the title of the EP and the order changed <laughs> just to keep getting plays, you know? Wow. If we yeah. need some, we need some algorithmic help with them. I feel like we could use a little boost while we wait for our bus stop ad to, uh, to go up until maybe, that gets out there. Maybe we could hit the algorithm up a little bit. Maybe, maybe initiating some kind of relationship with them would be great. Cause we could learn a lot from them. Um, but they do have over 41,000 followers. So we could see if they run. Yeah. Um, Little do, you know, many in the community know, but um, many of our, other than the special guests themselves, many of our special guests become special guests just by us reaching out, describing our popular running podcast and asking them if they run and then if they want to be on the podcast. Yeah. And if they do run, there there they are. That's how it happens. It happens, it happens pretty organically, basically. Yeah. It's yeah. A, it's a conversation. Yeah. Um, it's like the internet equivalent of just bumping into someone on the street. Yeah. And, like, and hey, then, you, hey, you run. You run. Do you run? Yeah. All right. <laughs> on our podcast. Yeah. There, there was, there was this one guy. So, one interesting thing. This is probably my last, last promise, last race uh, anecdote. Um, yeah. You could. We can keep going. Yeah, I can keep milking milk <laughs> for a few more episodes. But uh, yeah, there was, there was just, so like an interesting thing about the modified course is that you end up having to like. There's some. There. It was two yeah two out and backs and then basically then back down the first way you came in so it was like almost like three sort of straight you know legs but because of that you ended up running you know by people and you'd see the people like in the lead like as you were running down to one checkpoint they're like already running back in the other direction so you see all like the the leaders and the the fast racers and everybody's very nice they're all you know everybody's saying like you know you're doing awesome like keep going like everybody's very like uh positive but i saw this one guy and coach friend had separated at, for a little bit uh for some reason and and this one guy and i were both going across he was coming back meaning he was probably in like the top 10 and i was not and uh, i was going the other direction and and he goes to me uh, and he like had his poles and he's kind of trudging along um and and he goes he just goes i feel lightning fast right now and the guy's literally just like walking like with his balls <laughs> and i was like yeah man you look lightning fast yeah, exactly I, did, I barely saw you 
like yeah like that's the spirit like uh, but he was just going so slow i thought that was a good that was a good uh that was a good joke that he dropped wow. he had poles yeah. i didn't picture there were poles out there there were some poles i i had poles for for parts um which i usually don't run with poles but i think they were helpful i think if i, I think if i had made better use of the poles i might have might have had a slightly better race too hmm. but yeah um, it's a whole other <laughs> thing to think about it is yeah <laughs> I was remembering, you know, I we haven't I we haven't talked in so long. I was I was remembering the runs I did. I did a bunch of runs before having to go to Boston for work. Um mm -hmm. and I was supposed to do a 16 mile run the day before I went, but I was up too late the night before. <laughs> and so I didn't I didn't have it in me. Um and I did I did make it out for eight miles. But um I gotta get out there. I gotta get out there and, and get a long run uh yeah. sometime sometime soon if i'm going to be running a marathon in a little over a month oh that's right yeah your 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 big events coming up yeah we're, we should well yeah we'd love to get into some of your like your your current training the what the training block looks like all that i'm um, very under trained and so i think <laughs> basically my training plan is start running a lot now i have uh, experience with that so yeah I can, I can share i can share some uh some tips of you know um things to do and things not to do it's fresh in your mind but uh and I, I have almost like i'm almost thinking maybe i'm too late and i'm i'm not going to be trained enough but i've mentioned this race so many times on the pod mm. i feel like i feel like i almost have to do it um well I i'll think, see um, i'm gonna try to run a lot in the near future yeah yeah i think i don't know from the sounds of it you're getting out there and you know doing pretty fast 10ks and you know i'll see what like, i can do this do weekend. 15 mile run didn't you do a 15 mile run like yeah a couple of weeks ago a couple of weeks ago so if you're going out and doing that like you don't have to be running i mean i've never run a marathon again but uh i don't think you, you definitely don't have to be running that many like 20 plus mile runs before you do it no i, I well no we'll see i'll i'll just i'll just whatever i'll yeah i'll talk I'll see how far I can get on no excuses, and then uh, yeah, yeah, and then kind of crawl well, to the end. Go go ultra if you have to, and just just bust into power hike and walk mode. Like yeah, I might just run slow too. The biggest problem in Providence in May was that I definitely started too fast, and yeah, uh, yeah. I ran ran the first eleven pretty fast for me, and then then the rest of it was pretty tough because of that. Yeah, I think go in sort of, you know, very very. uh sort of uh with your your lack of training and just just you know be there with with your your undertrained uh sort of psyche and just know that you can't you're not there to like really push it you gotta no. just kind of gotta yeah. go go nice and slow no 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 injuries not shooting for a pr yeah no just prs no injuries no excuses um, I'm just i'm looking to knock off my what's that thing a lot of people do they're trying to do one marathon in every state ah uh, yeah, I don't know the name for that. Yeah, me neither. But so I'm trying to do that. <laughs> and one so of our, one of our more cosmopolitan listeners can can tell us uh, and also help with the pronunciation of that word. Yeah, um, yeah, exactly. Maybe a, someone a bilingual um, yeah. listener could write that on any photo on our Instagram. Something we haven't suggested doing in a while. No. Yeah, yeah. but that's a good way to get in touch with us. That's yeah. That's that's kind of. A, talking to us on our level but yeah this and I'm so you know I realize I, I don't have a Virginia yet I haven't done a marathon in Virginia there you go so I gotta I gotta knock across Virginia off the list 
so i gotta like, check my list and i've got uh yep i've i've done rhode island <laughs> <laughs> so i got so i gotta get i don't have a virginia double check the well list. that's good yeah. there, you can you can check it off oh speaking of marathons this it's exciting times uh with the boston 2024 yeah. um qualifications coming out have you have you heard about this at all no but the i did get an email today from tracksmith the okay apparel company uh hyping up their new boston qualifier singlet which you're only allowed to order if you're qualified and if you're qualified and you're registered for 2024 in boston yeah because because here's I've, I've learned a little bit more about how it works so there's okay they put out a qualifying time, right? And people mm-hmm. have to run, I think, prior to to last year's. Maybe they have to do it like in the prior year. Maybe okay. I don't know what the time frame is, but you have to you have to run a qualifying time, right? And you can submit your best qualifying time um, to be considered for Boston. And there's posted public like um, time bands by age, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so like, say whatever it is for your age. Uh, this year, you could like so they have the qualifying, but then there's more people that qualify than can actually yeah. go to the race usually. So then they have a, the cutoff, and the cutoff ends up being sometime like less than the qualifying time, right? Because they have yep. to lop off however many people. So uh, a very long roundabout way of explaining a simple concept: the cutoff. But um, <laughs> they have year, a cutoff they, time. They have a cutoff time. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this year it was like five and a half minutes uh, below like, qualifier. For, below qualifying time so like tons of people that worked like really hard and and like so i saw some people and and people that you know i don't i don't know well but people i you know was sort of rooting for and they were like super bummed and everything but at the same time i'm kind of like you sort of know that that's very likely to happen if you're yeah exactly if (laughs) you're in the border zone don't get like mad at them like (laughs) you know no um, boston can only accommodate so much it's not New it's York. just math it's just yeah, math yeah. yeah like at a certain yeah. point it's just math and there being more better runners than you like yeah you know, and faster it, and that's the thing i mean right that's the thing about boston it's the hard the hardest one right i mean hardest to get in yeah, yeah. new york's the biggest one like and for the it's whatever you're not going to be both they have different claim to fame right but, yeah. yeah yeah um well <laughs> that's unfortunate i know and i I remember at some point I said and decided I'm only going to ever run Boston if I can qualify for it. Um, like, that I, makes it even harder, though. Maybe, you know, maybe qualifying for Boston is so hard. Well, you can qualify in different ways. Like there's there's ways that you can qualify. I meant by running, by like, though. Yeah, I know. I know. I was trying to, I was trying to give you, I was trying to back give you an alternative. Uh, no, you I, can I, like raise money if you raise enough yeah. money for like Boston Children's. You can you can run it that way. And it And it is like a. It, again, because it's, it's such a popular race, uh, yeah. the amount of money you have to raise is like rather insane. Um, they should change it so you have to qualify by running and raise charity money. Ooh, yeah, right. Because like, yeah, yeah, because we want get the faster runners in there, but we still need the money for the Fluey Foundation. Yeah, yeah. So future, uh, future special guest Doug Flutie. Doug Flutie. Um, future possible sponsor Flutie Flakes. I was going to maybe do a gear shed review, but oh yeah. But I left. Oh, I'm going to run into the next room and get get the piece of gear shed equipment that I uh that I got cuz I can't remember what it's called. This is the Power Motion Picnic Hour. I have a new segment here. It's called Community Outreach and 
the questions for the community are what questions would you ask your favorite runners? Uh, and we'll, we'll, we'll use these questions for future special guests. Hopefully we get some of your favorite runners and it looks like Dave's getting his, I can't wait to hear uh, this part during editing. Earphones uh, in. Oh, there here. you go. Hey, you're back. Hey, I'm back. Um, I, I wanted to do a quick gear shed review because I got my first non pair, non Brooks pair of shoes in years. Oh, wow. Okay. And I got a Mizuno Wave Inspire 19s, and I've run in them Ooh. three times now. I did That's like a nice looking shoe. I did like a 10k, and then maybe like an eight mile, and then or maybe a seven and an eight. And these are good. I have I'm not converted away from Brooks, but who knows. It's nice. It's just sometimes, I mean, it's a lot of fun to just try a new pair of shoes, right? Um, yeah. Those look you, really nice. Usually when I do, I don't like them as much. So like I went to the... I, yeah. I don't. I wouldn't have known the name. I mean, I know the name Mizuno from like baseball gloves as a kid, but I, I don't think I would have would have known them as a running shoe company these days, but... I got I got the idea. I planted them. I see them turn up sometimes when I read review of reviews of running shoes online, and it seems mm -hmm. like they're always you know in the conversation. So we I yeah. know they're they're good, but it really got in my head that I might want a pair when I was reading the Hiroki Murakami book. Um, yes. What I what is he, what what I talk about when I talk about running, and he he runs in Mizuno's. It's the it's the most referenced uh, book on on the entire podcast. It's the only book about running I've ever read. Yeah, yeah, you and know. it's it's mostly just him bragging about how fast he is. I think I'll have to read it one of these days. We'll do a proper um, power motion book club. It's it's pretty uh, great actually, <clears throat> and uh, and we yeah maybe we can even get him on the show if he wants to talk about his experience. Oh, yeah, he's because like, he reach out. It couldn't hurt. It usually works out well when we reach out to a a popular personality of in any you know realm. They usually end up on the show. Although Evans Chabet never responded to us, he didn't. But but that's okay. I think mm -hmm. I think what happened there is I think we ended up in we don't want to give away our secrets, but then again the the Skinner brothers already know this probably. They could help us with this. Yeah, I think I think what happened with Evans is we we DM'd him just like cold out of the blue, and so he would have had to like accept the DM in that area that like junk area where you get all like the the spam. Yeah. Um So it would have been almost impossible, you know, to sort of pull us out of there, but. I think if we had like sort of tagged him in a story or a post or something, I think maybe he would have been more likely to see it and then maybe get the connection going from there. Yeah. Well, I think I'll, I think we'll just have to, you know, try again. We'll just try again. Yeah. 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 What, what would he, what would he do? He wouldn't just give up. No, I don't think so. I've, he's probably going to win the New York marathon in uh, next month. Yeah. I think he's running it again and his not, but although they all run in Adidas, right? I think a lot of the top runners, I mean, it used to be the Nike, what were those like pro flies or whatever the there was a nike where they put like the bracing the the plate in them and it like ah. gives it gives like a you know an advantage which at that level like you know if you can get even if it's like a half percent advantage like you know yeah. it, it matters right um and i feel like nike had figured it out but yeah i think a lot of the top top runners are adidas these days i think so no because every targeted notification and news story on my phone or or whatever google news is is about running these days because i'm obsessed mm -hmm. with running and obsessed with podcasting about running and yeah, so yeah. sometimes i'll get the the link to the news story that tells me what all the top runners are wearing mm -hmm. and i'll start like i'll read it like you know like as if i'm researching something i should maybe run in 
before before remembering that I need like a much more geriatric kind of shoe. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't, whatever they run it is, sometimes you'll see the that kind of shoe and it's beautiful. Yeah. No, I, I don't, I don't think. Um... My knees would shatter, you know? Right, right. Yeah. You'd hear the, you'd hear the glass sound effect noise from an old Casio keyboard with like the first big stride <laughs> that I took and that would be, and that would be it. Yeah. That's it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, in the trail world, it's, I mean, Hoka's a big name, Solomon. Some people, like, there's a whole debate over these, like, no-drop shoes. So they're they're more of, like, the flat minimalist, like, where you're supposed to, like, let your foot sort of do it. But you have to have, like, strong-ass feet and have run in those things for a while, I feel like, or else you're going to just injure yourself. Oh, at yeah. my age, I would definitely injure myself in, like, <laughs> oh. a pair of ultras. But No, what I feel, oh, I feel like I should be running in, like, ons is that what they're called on cloud mm-hmm. riders like that's what i see everybody using and you know I'm, it's not admitting any kind of defeat it's people much faster than me that i that i see in those <laughs> those i think are surprisingly stiff like they're not all that plush from maybe oh. I, I could be wrong but at least the ones that i've seen and there's different theories like some people will say yeah like you have to work hard if you're sort of like think about like stepping off of a pillow if you're really like mashing into it you probably have have to use like more strength coming out of it but interesting I don't know. Well, I love these you Mizuno can, can... wave oh, inspired yeah. wave inspired 19s and I might run a marathon in them. So, how many units? Uh oh, jeez. Um 10 units. Nice. I really like I really like them. I just I haven't run in them enough to know if like they're going to be a good idea for me long term, but as far as like comfort and enjoyment and lack of pain and everything in in 3 runs, they were perfect. That's awesome. Yeah, I mean, so... it's all it's all about the feel. Yeah, I sure. wanted I wanted just like a second shoe so I could change things up a little bit and you know just to avoid injury. So now I'm running half in my Brooks and half in these Mizunos. A really nice, really nice gear shed. Thanks oh. for sharing. Thanks for sharing, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks. Thanks for going down that road with me. It looks like we are just about out of time, huh? This one kind of flew by. It did. We we caught up on a lot of good stuff, though. I think we turned the page on a few topics and. uh We'll be back with some some hard hitting like fresh content next time, and a new song of the week, and I'll I'll listen oh, to it. That's right. We're You'll bringing back it. we're bringing back an old segment where you suggest a song of the week, and I forget to listen to it, <laughs> which we haven't done since season one. Yeah, yeah. But all right, I guess that's everything. And anything we forgot about, we'll talk about next time. If if you have need any help, dear listener, please hit the mailbag. Um, and until next time, onward. Special guest, Doug Flutie. This is the power.